Thank you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey, welcome back to Her Portion. It's Hannah here, and I am really excited to share with you what the Lord has given me for our topic this month. As I was thinking and praying about what the Lord would have my episode to be, He brought a verse to my mind, and I just knew that that was it. I love when that happens. It doesn't always happen that way. Sometimes there's a little bit more digging, but this time I knew it was from him and that he put it on my heart. So our verse for this episode is Proverbs 15, 17, and it says, Better is the dinner of herbs where love is than a stalled ox and hatred therewith. We're going to be talking about contentment and love in this episode. I've always loved this verse because for one thing, it brings back a host of memories for me. And also I've seen both a dinner with herbs and love and a dinner with a stalled ox and hatred. And it's just kind of personal to me. So have you ever noticed how certain times of the year kind of bring back certain memories, kind of like a specific scent brings back a memory, like maybe a candle or perfume reminds you of a moment or a certain person in your life? This time of year does that for me as well, probably about between the months of August and November, just different family things, and more specifically in the month of November, which we'll get to that in a little bit. So it's easy for us in the flesh to want. We don't have to really force ourselves to want something, right? We have a craving for something sweet, we want it, and what do we do? We go and get it or we make it. We look around our house, we dream of what we want and how we want to decorate, what would go good here and there, so we spend our time daydreaming about it and wanting it. Maybe we want to lose weight, want new clothes, a new car, build your own house, want fill in the blank. There's truly nothing wrong with wanting. God is the one who created desire. One of my favorite verses in the Bible God gave to me when I was praying a long time ago, I was asking him if it was okay to desire things for my home. Don't ask. I get in my own head too much sometimes. (laughs) And the verse is Psalm 145 verse 16, and it says, Thou openest thine hand and satisfiest the desire of every living thing. So why would he satisfy our desires? Keep in mind though, in his will. Not every desire is good or in his will, but why would he satisfy them if we shouldn't have them? He alone can satisfy every desire, who he is, but he also made desire and he knows, he knows that. He knows we have wants. Also, side note, something I've learned over the years is to pray and ask God to make my desires align with his and with his will for my life. I ask him that if I have a desire that isn't of him, that he would take it away. And he does. So it's not bad to want. However, it is bad to allow those wants to drive you to covetousness, to drive you a place of severe discontentment, which can turn into a host of problems in your life and in your relationships. So what does this have to do with our verse in Proverbs? Well, I want you to picture two families, okay? So one family is content and one is not. Can you guess which is which? Our verse again is better is a dinner of herbs and love than a stalled ox in hatred therewith. 
The content family is the one with love, and the discontent family is the one with hatred. I've learned that those who have much in life but don't have the Lord, or they don't have a heart of contentment, even if they have the Lord, are much more quick to harbor hatred. Their things never satisfy, and they are constantly wanting for the next biggest thing, only to find out that when it comes, they're still empty, and so they search for the next thing. You can have the nicest meal, the most expensive meat, made and cooked to perfection, sit at a table of gold wearing the most expensive name brands, and sit with the most cold-hearted, hateful people, and desire nothing more than to get as far away as possible. Courtney talked about Proverbs 21.9 in her episode, and it says, It is better to dwell in a corner of a housetop than with a brawling woman in a wide house. And I'd bet that that woman would sit at a table and probably be filled with some kind of hatred. That's just an assumption, though. I've sat at a table where there was good food, nice things, nothing to want or desire in that area, but there was hatred. And when hatred is present, the meal no longer matters. There's no magic in things or food that can fill the void that hatred creates. In fact, in that setting, I wanted nothing more than to run away. I was always depressed and it did not matter how much I had. On the opposite side of things though, when my mom got to a bad place in her addiction, we did not have much. Her addiction ate up just about all of her money. We were evicted out of many places and our food consisted of things like ramen and McDonald's $1 McChicken sandwiches, which hello, they were really just a dollar back then. (laughs) I'm rolling my eyes. Anyways, I remember one Thanksgiving, we lived in a hotel for a short while. We had hardly anything, nothing. We didn't have a turkey or all the fixins. I remember we ate a microwave Bob Evans mac and cheese side and a Walmart lemon pound cake, okay? But I wasn't depressed about it. I was just so thankful to be with my mom and my siblings. You see, I knew what it was like to have Christmas without presents, to have a few birthdays go by with no celebration or no gifts, to have Thanksgivings where I didn't know where my mom was or if she was alive, and it taught me some of the most valuable life lessons that I am so grateful for. I wouldn't change it for anything, and I honestly mean that, so please don't feel bad for my teenage self. God had a plan, am I right? That Thanksgiving meal in the hotel was my Thanksgiving of herbs and love, and it was precious to me. Why? Because there was love. That's all that we needed. Matthew 5, 3 says, Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. I was recently reflecting on my life. Deep, I know. (laughs) As our family was driving home from somewhere the other day, and I told my husband, I said, you know, I'd be happy if we lived where we live for the rest of our life. And let me just tell you, we don't, we don't live out in the country in this some big house or whatever. We have more than the average person. I'll say that we live in a really bad neighborhood, but no time to talk about that. With that aside, I went on to talk about how I'm so thankful to just not want because I, I, I remember what it was like to feel that way and to be around people who were that way constantly. And I was thankful to just not feel miserable from not having. 
and we talked about, you know, celebrities and how they're so miserable that even though they seemingly have it all, they have nothing. And don't worry, like I've had plenty of battles of wanting throughout my Christian life and I've had to get it right and give it over to the Lord. So friend listening today, what does your dinner look like? Maybe you can afford the nice things, the nice meal, and that's not a sin. But what's the state of your heart? Is it is there love or are you constantly wanting and never satisfied? Is your dinner a dinner of herbs? If it is, what's the state of your heart? Are you angry at all that you don't have? Are you filled with hatred because of it? You can have it all, not have love, which in turn means you have nothing. Nothing can replace love. The Bible says in 1 John 4, 16, And we have known and believe the love that God hath to us. God is love, and he that dwelleth in love dwelleth in God, and God in him. We can't know true love aside from God, who is love. Do you know Christ as your personal Savior? He died and rose again for your sins and the sins of the world, that you may have eternal life. Romans 10.9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Repent, believe, and call upon Christ today to save you. Lastly, how can we grow in contentment? How can we learn to love with little? Contentment grows where thanks is given. Start praising God and thanking him for what you do have. You learn to love by getting closer to the one who is love. Read God's word and then put it into action. Love on your neighbor as you would love on yourself. Serve God and serve others. So again, what does your dinner look like? Is it filled with love or hatred? Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the scriptures. Until next time.